As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The Super Bowl is set. Pittsburgh and Green Bay. Rodgers against Roethlisberger in two weeks. Uh, John, New England and Atlanta won today. Yeah, alternative facts. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Welcome into Sound Off. John Sears along with Michael Admire. Keith has the night off. We're not sure where he is, but we hope he's doing well. Probably watching streaming online at WHOTV.com. But, uh, man, it's been a busy day in sports. Last week at this time, you were leaving Arrowhead Stadium after a Chiefs Yeah, loss. we were kind of in flux if I was going to be here or not this week. If the Chiefs were in, you were going. I, I, I was going to go check it out. You're going to. I had Foxborough. to be in front of a TV at least. Yeah, well, they uh, unfortunately the Chiefs don't really have a quarterback that can match up to Roethlisberger and, and Brady. Thankful, it's almost maybe a blessing in disguise because Brady and the Patriots are so good. Once they get into the playoffs, they are tough to beat. Sound off now. Five one five two eight two ninety ten. Hot topic: the Super Bowl. We mentioned it is set. Falcons put a beat down on a beat up Green Bay squad. Matt Ryan. Looks like the MVP after passes like this. And what a surprise. The Patriots are back in the Super Bowl. They're seventh in the last 15 years. New England takes down Pittsburgh 36-17. Give us a call now on that or anything. Iowa State basketball, Hawkeye basketball, you name it. 515-282-9010. is gone. Murphy's Law takes a week off. Time for, I think... I think Iowa State showed a lot in yesterday's comeback win against Oklahoma. Not sure I've seen too many 19-point leads erased that quickly. Now, technically, that was not a must-win game, but it was one they needed. The Sooners are better than their record, but a loss would have raised a lot of questions for Steve Prohm. Deontay Burton continues to prove why he's the toughest matchup in the Big 12 and the toughest guy to coach. Good Deontay can go bonkers at any point and score 31. Bad Deontay? Well, we've, we've seen that. Fran McCaffrey had another meltdown for the resume on Thursday. After losing to Maryland, Fran charged after the referees, screaming profanities until his face looked more like a Honeycrisp apple. The refs may have missed a call, but Fran went too far. On the other hand, I gotta admit, there's something wildly entertaining about watching Fran blow a gasket. Finally, more turmoil popped up this week over the Iowa High School Athletic Association and changes they've made to the state wrestling tournament regarding the media and how the tournament can be covered. I've had some issues with the association myself, but I'm not going to pretend to know everything that goes on behind the scenes. Here's my own opinion. I believe the association has good intentions. They want the best for the athletes, and for the most part, it's run very well. But there are times this organization seems to think 
it's bigger than what it is. We need to remember, this is high school sports, not college, not professional, high school. Instead of making things frustrating and tough on the media, the association should be working with the media, get their opinions, provide them with the best access and coverage you can. They, the media, are providing free promotion of your product, which again is 14 to 18 year old kids. Just because you can do something doesn't always mean it's the best thing to do. Yeah, John, most everyone has already voiced or formed an opinion on the Iowa High School Athletic Association's partnership with the Iowa High School Sports Network. Some say the association picked money over student athletes, while others believe the media is just whining. And there are viable points to both thoughts. But like you mentioned, these are 14 to 18 year olds playing kids games. The kids care more about the cute girl in the stands than what, or what or how many people are watching at home. Just being on any type of TV broadcast is pretty cool. I spoke with officials from Illinois, Missouri, and Minnesota. All have sold their rights. An official at the Missouri High School Athletic Association told me they haven't televised a high school championship in some 20 years. So we have it pretty good. Illinois has a similar partnership with CSN Chicago for football and basketball, but even some of their championship games are tape delayed. Thanks to the Iowa High School Sports Network, Iowans have had that luxury of watching football championships on live TV for nearly two decades. Now, not everyone has CSN Chicago, but it is growing in Iowa. The Western Iowa Network just added them to their lineup this month. And the belief is that more co uh, cable companies will follow suit. Give this partnership some time and we could look back on it as an asset. But over the past few years, the Iowa High School Sports Network and Association has added those restrictions and raised costs on radio rights, which handcuffs reporters' ability to share these kids' stories to audiences that expect it. It's the stories written in small town papers and on weekly radio scoreboard style shows that helps drive this state's crazy passion for high school sports. If viewers and media members are forced to be patient with a new partnership, the Iowa High School Sports Network and Association can't lose sight of what made that type of partnership even possible. It's such a complex situation dealing with media rights and all that stuff, but I think at the core of this whole issue is that people just have so much passion for high school And they sports. want to watch it on TV. And they just want to watch they it. Want, they want to see it. They want to watch it on TV because it's always been on live TV that you could always watch for free. Let's hit the phone lines right now. Anthony in Des Moines want to talk about that Packers loss. Anthony, are you a Packers fan, and what did you think about the game today? Well, tell you what, hey, how you guys doing this evening? Good, how you doing? Well, I'm a Packers fan, a disappointing Packers fan. For my, ever since Packers and Hawkeyes reminds me of, they're losers. The thing <laughs> is, what are going to take for Mike McCarthy to get this team going next year, or is he going to be gone? And I'm going to just hang up and listen, and uh, I'm just hearing what your thoughts say. Anthony, thanks for the call. I don't think McCarthy's going to be gone. I think he did a, a pretty good job after this team fell apart, started, what, four and six. They won eight in a row. Obviously, when you have Aaron Rodgers, you can do a lot. And, and he, he brought them out of the depth and took them all the way one game away from the Super Bowl. They were depleted so much early on with injuries. We were talking about it today. They have a guy wearing 88 as their running back. <laughs> so much went, went wrong there to start off the season. Packers fans should be pretty happy with where the season went. 
How, how about some lookalikes with a local connection? Old Spice judges. These are always usually pretty good. Chet says Naz Mitru Long. Looks like Remy Malik from Night at the Museum. Old Spice, you like this one? Nice that one. All right, Remy Malik. He's on. I think he's also on that Mr. Robot show too. Kind of a dark show. Uh, CJ says that I <laughs> look like Happy Feet. I assume that's because of my dancing ability. Old Spice. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm glad I don't look like a penguin. If Donald Trump is going to use the bully pulpit over the next four years, well, there's one group that I hope he goes after. He's got a big influence on our world of sports, and it's what's bugging Andy next. Sound off anytime on Twitter at soundoff13. Troy writes, Iowa assistant coaches need to corral Fran at end of games. Fran had plenty of time to vent, and Gene Steratore gave him a long leash. And B. McCool was upset after Iowa State's loss to Kansas. Really disappointed in the coaching again. Seemed disorganized. No rebounding. Bab is in as what? Young Jackson barely played. Hashtag sad. It's been an interesting week of politics. Donald Trump, now officially the President of the United States. And, of course, Andy has a suggestion. It's What's Bugging Andy. All right, guys. Donald Trump is the President of the United States. Now, in his acceptance speech back at the Republican National Convention, he promised to be the law and order president. Now, I don't know about law, but I want some order. And here's where I want him to start. I want him to start with a theme that he's already been harping on. Moving businesses out of American cities that have depended on and taken pride in those businesses for generations, all in the name of extra profits. And that sure rings a bell in the sports world, doesn't it? So there you go, Donald. You're a part of the Billionaire Boys Club, and you paid for much of your own campaign. Put those two things together, and order the billionaire boys among the professional sports owners to pay for their own new stadiums. Well, it's too late for fans of the San Diego Chargers, and that's too bad. I mean, Trump might have been able to influence Chargers owner Dean Spanos. After all, they've got many things in common, from owning football teams to their creative decisions on what to do with their thinning hair. President Trump is taking steps to privatize a number of things that have been publicly funded. But what's more alarming, spending tax dollars on Sesame Street or on a posh stadium for a billionaire and his private business? I mean, a stadium that will likely only last, in the eyes of the owner, for about 25 years. This is a great opportunity for Trump to reach out to the voters in a blue state like California. Hey, Raiders! Want a new stadium? Build your own. Or, if the Raiders are just hell-bent on moving to Las Vegas, Trump could use his influence to get owner Mark Davis to build his own stadium. Again, they have a bit of a hair connection. You want to make some peace with Georgia Congressman John Lewis? Step up and tell the Falcons and Braves their days of dumping perfectly good stadiums for publicly funded new ones are over. Want to win over more blue-collar cities in the Rust Belt? Hmm. 
tell the Buffalo Bills, buck up. Think of the political potential. Think of the irony of a former owner in the disrespected USFL coming back to bite the big boys. But most of all, think of the people. They're yours for the next four years. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Andy, thank you. Up next, more calls. Joe Smurf, Cheezer, Crazy Cooter, hang on the line. Plus, who's in your five? Keith shares some personal photo favorites. I wonder if my squirrel costume makes the list. Stay with us. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. In response to Harrison Barnes, Iowa State topic, Josh writes, I seriously doubt he would have stayed when he had much better options. Hoiberg or not, no offense to Iowa State, but why would someone who would have played at any school pick Iowa State over Roy Williams and UNC? They likely wouldn't. Frank writes, talking about the Cyclones win over Oklahoma, this team showed some determination in the first half when they were down big. Need to work on free throws and less turnovers. I was impressed with Merle's effort. Big man presence in the middle that we need. Nice road win. It sure was a nice win. Who's in your five? Murph's favorite photos. And I think I detect a pattern here. Number five, uh, this is you, cowboy up. Yes, that was when you're about ready so to ride tough. the bowl. Uh, number four, me as Larry Bird. I don't, that's a pretty awful look right there. Uh, number three, it's our farmersonly.com calendar photo shoot that we took on RVTV. You, me, Scott Sipker, and Chris Williams all posing on a tractor. Number two, uh, it's when I was holding my nuts <laughs> in my squirrel costume. And number one, the number one photo, uh, Keith's favorite, is when you auditioned for The Bachelor before you worked at Channel 13. The picture that keeps on giving. Uh, the problem I have with all those pictures is that we willingly sat down, had somebody with a camera, and they took it of us. Yeah. I and they, might, they weren't the most flattering pictures, but they're Keith's favorite. All right, let's get some more phone calls here. How about Joe in Ames? Joe, you're picking the, uh, the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, thanks, guys. I just wanted to, I'm excited that Bill Belichick is going to remind everyone that you need more than just a number one offense. Do you think they're going to be able to shut down Matt Ryan and that offense? This is one of the most complete teams he's had left, and uh, health is definitely on our side. And they got Tom Brady that doesn't hurt either when he's your quarterback. And seven Super Bowl appearances for Tom Brady. I mean, they have the experience. They've been here, done that before. Uh, let's go to Smurf. Smurf is in Colfax. You are a Falcons fan. Now, you are a Falcons fan, or you just don't like the Patriots? I don't like the Patriots. I want to see Atlanta win. I'm a Niners fan. I want to see Atlanta win really, really bad. What do you think the uh, do you think the Falcons in this high flying offense can can win this Super Bowl? Because traditionally these offenses come in and it's the better defense that wins the game. But you think the Falcons can take down the Patriots? I think the Falcons take take them down. The thing I like about this matchup so much too is that you have a very likable team in the Falcons. Matt Ryan has been kind of underappreciated yeah. his entire career, and then you have the kind of anti NFL anti establishment. Patriots who no one likes unless you're from Boston. <laughs> so uh, you kind of have the, the give and take there. It's going to be it's gonna be fun. We need a good playoff game. Now, do, now, do people just not like the Patriots because they win? Absolutely. Is that, is that the reasoning? They and have the best quarterback. They have the best coach. Uh, they, they've had uh, times where they've been caught cheating. 
Yes. Uh, so there's a little bit of that mixed in there. Is it a little bit of jealousy too with number 12 and Tom Brady? Yeah. The fact that he's won all these Super Bowls, he's really talented, and oh, the, oh by the way, he's married to a supermodel and he seems like he has the perfect life. Are people just kind of jealous of that? I'm starting to get jealous. <laughs> well, they're really good. All right, uh, we got Crazy Cooter. Crazy Cooter and Creston, you are a Steelers fan, but they lost today. You're a Steelers fan, though? Yes, absolutely. And I'm a bigger Andy Bales fan. I love him. He's oh, we love him, too. What do you think about this Super Bowl coming up? Your Steelers aren't in it, but you th who do you think is going to win this thing? I don't even care. I'm just going to watch Andy. Oh, was, do we just need to talk about Andy the whole time? Can we? <laughs> No. Someone's not talking about Andy. Man, yeah, somebody's on the Andy Fails kick here. Uh, let's go to um, who was uh, John and Ames. Uh, you got a comment on the Iowa State wrestling program. John, what do you think about this uh, Cyclone wrestling program? It uh, is not materialized in eight years, and I think they need to make a change. Uh, you know, I wanted to be all in and be on board, but his highest finish was with Kale's uh, kids, and they're just falling. Now there's a yeah, I agree with you there. I think Jamie Pollard said earlier this week on uh, the Cyclone Collins show, someone asked about that, and he was pretty upfront about it. He, he basically said that uh, unless they turn it around, I think changes are going to be made. And um, I will say this, I've met Kevin Jackson, interviewed him, talked to him, really nice guy, always accessible. But it, then there's the but. It just hasn't yeah. worked. Uh, I think they're one in seven in duels. Uh, they keep falling. They're not even in the top 25. This used to be a top five team in the country. I mean, Iowa State's one of the most storied programs ever of all time. It just hasn't worked. So I think after this year, they are going to have to make a change. Well, and they measure themselves against the other in-state teams. And when Northern Iowa, which has a good program, is clearly has passed Iowa State, mm -hmm. that's even more salt in the wound. Up next, more calls, plus Michael and I face off. Harrison Barnes was almost a cyclone. That's next. You can always email the show, soundoff at whotv.com. Mark it down. Iowa State will finish second in the Big 12, only behind Kansas. This team is coming together at the right time. That's from Hank and Corning. One more email. Book it. The Patriots are going down. Ooh. Tom Terrific will melt in Super Bowl 51. Falcons win by 17. Gavin and Jefferson. Calling your, a shot. Your email has been marked. Time to bounce around some more topics. We call it Face Off. John and a story published this week on Harrison Barnes. Barnes reveals he might have gone to Iowa State if Fred Hoiberg were the coach when he made his decision. Why reveal this now? I think deep down Barnes wanted to go to Iowa State. He wanted to be a Cyclone, but since they were in a rebuild mode without a coach at the time of his decision, he went the next best route, which just happened to be North Carolina. Not too bad of a backup plan. If Fred Hoiberg would have been the coach when Barnes was deciding, I think he would have been a Cyclone. LeBron James said this week that Greg Popovich is the greatest NBA coach of all time. James says because of the way basketball has evolved over the last 20 years, Pop deserves even more credit for growing with it and somehow <laughs> keeping the Spurs all along flying under the radar. Pop is great, but is he the best all time? One of the best? Yes. The best? Can't put him in that spot yet. I'd say top five, maybe even top three. Popovich has five titles and has done wonders with the Spurs roster. But it's hard to put him in front of Phil Jackson and Red Arbach, who have a combined 20 NBA championships.
All right, sticking with the NBA, mm -hmm. please explain this to me. How is Russell Westbrook not starting in the All-Star game? The guy is averaging a triple-double, averaging that. The fans got it wrong, right? Yes and no. When you put the vote in the hands of the fans, they get to decide. The fans wanted James Harden and Steph Curry over Westbrook, so that's why he's not a starter. It's a popularity contest. Curry is much more popular with the fans than Westbrook. End of story. If you want the best players every year, eliminate the fan vote. The Oakland Raiders have officially filed the paperwork for re relocating to Las Vegas. Can the Raiders survive in Vegas, and do you like it? It doesn't bother me too much. I've always kind of liked the Raiders for some reason because they seem old school, tough guys, got a cool logo. As for Vegas, if they win, yes, they'll be okay. But the minute they start to lose, adios, fans. Overrated, underrated. Overrated, Jeff Bagwell, one of the newest members of the Baseball Hall of Fame. Underrated, Tim Raines, also now a member of the Hall of Fame, overshadowed by Ricky Henderson and for playing in Montreal. Reigns was a really good player, and like you mentioned, he played above the border. Wait, in I, John, the Raiders? Oh, oh, oh. All right, I'm oh. okay with this whole National Hugging Day, but this has gone way too far. One minute. This is so weird. I just, oh, Kenny. Intern Kenny in there. That was, that was, that was a little awkward there. Awkward. All right, uh, let's get to a couple more calls quick. Uh, Brian in Des Moines uh, wants to comment on uh, Yardano Ventura, uh, who passed away today for the Kansas City Royals. Uh, Brian. Yeah, I just thought we should uh, acknowledge the death of a really good young ball player that a lot of fans around here should know and appreciate the uh, job he did in Kansas City. And God rest his soul and rest in peace. Uh, well said. He was, uh, for all accounts, great pitcher, great young man, 25 years old, died in a car accident in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, it's been a tough day. It hits really at home whenever, you know, I'm a Royals fan, so that's, uh, it's been tough to swallow. And you know what? That'll do it for us. We're back next week, and we hope you are too. We leave you with the sound off send off. Penn State rolled over Iowa in wrestling, but before the match, Tom Brands wasn't sure it was a big match, or was he? I think. It's not just another match. And really, there's really not even a match that's another match. But if there was another match that was just another match, maybe wrestle it like it's another match. But this is not just another match. So let's pick it up. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.